welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. You're listening to the Lunch Hour Anime Special. I'm Rage. And I'm Jolly. This week we watched Hyperdimension Neptunia. This is the Night of the Living Geeks podcast. Check out our past episodes of the show at notlg.com. And support this program and the network today at patreon.com slash notlg. I'm so excited for the obligatory swimsuit episode. <laughs> There's one in every anime. <laughs> the legally re- the legally required beach episode. Yes. It's like it's either a beach episode, because uh, a bath, like some sort of onsen episode, uh, or I don't know. It's like no matter what the anime is, no matter what Dude, the genre. Even girls and panzer when they're like yeah. 12 years old, they had the, like, the team meetings are in the spa. Well, there was another thing. There was another manga I read a while ago that was basically just like a stupid comedy slice of life, just innocent, like just people hanging out doing stuff. And they had the obligatory, like, bikini fucking beach See, episode. It's like, uh, really? Sometimes they're terrible. Like, the One Piece one is really bad. There's, like, a there's a One Piece arc, because it's One Piece. It's not going to be one episode. It's going to be a whole beach arc. <laughs> yeah, I figured as but, much. But, like, the Gundam, Gundam Build Fighters one was pretty good. Yes. It was It was not bad, because they go to the, the resort island thing, and the, that's where you first meet, um... Moon shooting boy has the crush on the on the inn. Remember the innkeeper? Was that the boy has a crush was, on the innkeeper? Was that a beach episode? Yeah, they go to the inn, and I think that that starts with them at the beach, and then they end up doing the whole save the inn thing. Oh, but that's where we get the um I... the the Rinko Chan Gundam milf. That's <laughs> the joke oh, of China. Yeah, <laughs> and Reggie's like. I mean, uh, China, you're fine too, but come on, Rinko, mama. Uh, yeah, I remember that, kind of. <laughs> but I'm excited. This is going to be... No, because this is, this is a show that can... Okay, so I 95% like the show. The 5% that gets me is like when R4 in this episode is stuffing eggplants overly sexually down Iffy's throat. And even then, okay... I'm 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 down I'm down I'm down for a sexy fruit sexy vegetable joke, like that's okay. I'm not I'm not without my love of body jokes, b a u d y, but um, <laughs> but that scene went on a long time. <laughs> she stuffed a lot of eggplant down that girl's throat, and it got a little overmuch. <laughs> so like ninety five percent of me really likes the show. Like I was coming out here like excited to watch it. And then, and I was like having a good time with the stupid egg. Like this whole episode is fucking dumb, right? But, but that part is like that's the one part. Is like, all right, that whole like second and third eggplant and the rubbing of the legs. Like it's a little bit much. It seems like that. That honestly make me a little reluctant to admit that I'm an anime fan because you take that scene out, it all still works. It's just needless. Well, and you can still make that joke. It just doesn't have to be as long. She could just have shoved it in her mouth and be like, eat it, and then she just spits it out or something and like hates it for us. She doesn't have to like constantly eat it. rub it down, doesn't have to constantly shove it down her throat with the, with the shots of like the hand tensing up and the legs rubbing at each other, giving the yes. obvious, giving the obvious. Yes. 
That that's what does it. Like, and it's fine. Have the sex joke in there. This show has established by this point that it is going to throw in a sexy joke every once in a while. Like that's fine. And honestly, last week or last episode when we had um, Vert <laughs> seducing Nepgear, you know, if you want to have two lesbian characters and you want to have Vert like honest to god seducing Nepgear with a big old soft titties, like that's awesome. I'm down for that. Like if Nepgear is is into into big breasted women and that's how Vert's gonna convert her over, cool. But when she like started saying like call me big sis, like that's when it got creepy. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah. But again like, it's that, and here, like the, well, the, the the eggplant dick joke stuff is funny. And then it's Alright, now it's not a joke anymore. Now you're actually perving out on shoving the eggplant down her throat. Like it's th- it goes from joke to Half a step away from porno y, <laughs> like, like straight, just disturbing, like, yeah, like it weird gets, stuff, too. Yeah, like the, the sex joke is fine, the sex jokes are okay, it's all good. It just when it stops, it, you can tell there's a point where the animators it stops being a joke and starts being, hey guys, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, you could. This is the part of the episode to put on loop. <laughs> there's a part, it's, I guess there's um. The director had some weird fetish that he just has to cram in every fucking episode. Cram in? I see what you did there. Fuck you. <laughs> <coughs> yes, and Plutia is awesome. So, Iris Hart, huh? Yes. Yes. She's awesome. This is hilarious. <laughs> she, is it just me, or is she way more powerful than the others? She is way She comes more off powerful. as way more powerful. She's probably way more powerful because her... Her entire dimension. Her, yeah, her entire well, not that so much dimension, but her demeanor goes from just sleepyhead kid that just spaces out to focused, savage, savage, like angry, gets off on pain, like yeah. pure sadist. And it's not, and and it's, it, she does give off that vibe because when she transforms, or before she transforms, she gives off that that aura of just. Oh shit! Yeah, lots and lots of power. It's just lots of power, and it just freaks everyone out. It, it freaks out the enemies, and it freaks out her allies in the game. So when she's angry, and she, she starts getting like the part where she, she's just like wants to transform. Everyone will be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this is fine. We can handle this. Just, just, okay. just, we're good. We're good. Please don't. Please don't. Because. uh in the game, she actually traumatizes a few of the characters with how savage the beatings are. <laughs> so this one was a pretty savage beating that she gives down R4. And then she even takes um, Warachu and just takes him by the tail and just smashes him. Repeatedly for fun. <laughs> who knows for who knows how long. But, and okay, I, got, yeah, I like this show too because like, Warachu is having like a whole arc. Right? <laughs> like Warachu yeah. was a bad person. Was like, what did it say, the third biggest mouse or whatever he was, the third most badass, whatever it was. So he teams up with R4 and he just wants to be a badass, but then he discovers Kampa and falls in love. But Kampa won't love him while he's a bad guy. And so now the R4, like he's ready to leave R4, but R4 has lost everything. So now she's having an arc too. So she's like become an honest, hardworking eggplant farmer, which is also like a good commentary on piracy. Like when piracy stops being worth it, maybe you'll do something worthwhile with your life. Fucker. <laughs> right? So now she's putting an honest work and she's talking about how she likes it. And so Warchu has no reason to stay there. Right? Other than if he can make an honest living, maybe he can get Kampa. Like now he has his motive. Like in seven episodes, his motives has changed as a character. 
don't know if his motives have changed completely. Like, I think down deep, he's still a pirate and still wants to be the quote-unquote bad guy. Yeah. But it's it's kind of it's almost to the point to where his love for Kampa is kind of outstripping his love for being a bad guy. Yeah. So at some point he probably will turn. Yeah. And then I don't know if Kampa, awesome. I don't know if Kampa will fully accept him, but at some point he's probably gonna denounce all that shit. Yeah, he's got to try to make that turn, right? Because mm-hmm. he he thinks he has a shot. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. Let him let him, let him believe that. If it that's makes if he it makes that. him if it makes him a good person to get away from piracy, sure. Maybe stringing him along a little bit longer isn't such a bad idea. Well, I I don't think Kamba's doing that like on purpose. No, I she's think not. Kamba's yeah, she doesn't she doesn't get that that's what's happening. But yeah, I love that he's having a whole like arc. I didn't because this show doesn't. I don't. I didn't expect that out of this. <laughs> like. A char- character development arc from a secondary bad guy. I did not expect that in a show that has, like, turtle fucking jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing you've also probably noticed throughout the show is he's never left our four side. Yeah. No matter what's happened. Yeah. I think that's a kind of neat thing, too, is, like, he's kind of developing a bond for her. And at the end of this, she's kind of re- reciprocating where she's like, what are you doing? He's like, well, you know... I gotta, you know, start making a straight living, you know, being straight now. Yeah. And she gets that, like, she gets a little grin. Yeah, she gets a little grin that, like, you know, that relief and grateful grin that you see in anime all the time, where it's like, ah, at least I got my boy. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. <laughs> thanks for sticking it out when yeah. we saw the pick up these endpoints on my own. <laughs> it's like, well, I lost all my money buying this farm trying to kill Neptune, so I got to do something here. So I'll just go back. I'll just go be a farmer. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I'm glad we saw her again. Because now, now we can go the rest of the show without seeing her again. We can. Oh, like as some sort of cap to her character? Yeah, because when she slinks away like that, you're like, okay, she has to come back. Like, it would be really unsatisfying if we went 12 episodes and we never saw her again, even though she'd slinked away in the darkness. Like, I get the whole piracy never dies kind of a thing, but like, we would need to see that character again somehow. So it's nice. Like, here, we can finish these 12 episodes. And I know piracy, she'll eventually try some shit again in the future, but I can finish this series with her staying at the eggplant farm. I'm okay with that. If that's, that's what happens to her in the next five, like, if she doesn't come, I'm, I'm okay with it. That's I, okay. I feel like for an anime, that's a good ending point for her, because at some point, even though this is supposed to be a heavy, not criticism, but I guess retelling of, like, all the console shit and all this yeah. stuff's going on, there has to be a point where I guess the anime tropes come in and, you know, the bad guy's been defeated for like the third time. Yeah. So this is, this is her end. She's just, you know what? I'm done. They've wiped the floor with me again. I know I can't beat him. And so this is her as a character, not as the idea of piracy ending. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't. The other thing with the, you have to give her just a satisfying, life fulfilling ending because the piracy is never going to go away. So if they beat her again as just a plain villainy kind of a thing, then she'll just come back again and again and again. And there's no stopping that character's story arc. Like this way, you can be like, okay, she found a wholesome life and she's earning money and she'll come back, but like for whatever, whatever, right now, you know? There's no destroying or killing her. So yeah. keep doing, if you kept doing that, then she just comes back. So when you do this. Yeah, repurpose. Yeah, when you're repurposing her, then it's like, all right, then, you know, now you can safely forget about her, quote, you know, more or less. Yeah. And now you can focus on whatever the next arc's going to be. Yeah, Pico coming from the other dimension. That's definitely what it is, right? I don't know. I yeah. know, I know. I know. <laughs> Pico's the huge power from the other dimension. Is it? I don't know. Yeah, it is. It is. Are you sure it's not? Are you sure it's not Plutia? 
When she gives off that vibe as Iris Heart? No. <laughs> no. Because Plutia was sent there to find the powerful thing. You sure? Yeah, that's what the, the, their history said. Of the other one. I, I like the three days. It's three days in every dimension. <laughs> history needs three days to look things up. <laughs> Wish I get away with that work. Sure, I'll have that. But I need three days to do the research. I can get back to you. I can return your email in three days. No, they're doing... It's like, basically... They can do it in three hours. They just want to goof off. Yeah. It's like, I'm getting paid for three days, and I can do this in an hour? Shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think the other reason Pudia, like, stands out power-wise um, is you're right. Like, her demeanor changes so much. Because the four goddesses we see from this... From the prime dimension... Their personalities change, but it's just they get, like, cockier and more self-assured. But their personalities don't change nearly so drastically. It feels like their personalities kind of get amplified. Yeah. Like, like, Neptune, as a human, is lazy. But when she gets focused, she can really get out there and get stuff done. Yeah. And so, basically, what happens is when she transforms, she loses the laziness. She's, she's all focus, all business. Same thing with the rest of them. Like, Noir just gets more... More savage, savage, and everything. Um, Blanc gets angrier, but you know you you have her hot and cold. Where she yeah. and so she just loses. She loses the the chill. Part the chill of the part. Yeah. So she just gets angry, and then <laughs> same thing with Vert. Vert just gets a little bit more like regal and just a little bit more self assured, like you said. But yeah, Plutia goes from complete sleepy, spaced out, whatever, chill, chill girl to savage, sadist. Little angry motherfucker. Yeah, and I think that switch, like, I think the four goddesses of the prime probably are about as powerful if they really want it, but they don't flip that switch that far that fast. So they don't, like, she, like, Plutia goes from, like, zero to a hundred. <laughs> they go from, like, you know, 20 to 80. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, she goes from, what, zero to 60 in about half a second where it might take them like a good eight or nine ten seconds yeah. if you're talking cars i mean they, yeah she they, she explodes they, they could but yeah she just straight explodes yeah which is then like people tell me not to change so i try not to <laughs> yes <laughs> it's, it's like i don't know why she completely and she's so different she completely loses yes yeah, she goes her, into her, the social diffuse she doesn't yeah, remember anything yeah she doesn't remember anything so she's like yeah i can change but people Tell me not to, and so I don't, <laughs> but they never explain why. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. She smashes that poor doll that she made, too. Smashes the stuffing out of it. <laughs> well, that's her weapon in the game. She beats people with dolls. Oh, really? Yeah, when she's in, in human form. When she's in human form. That's, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's her weapon. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that character. You're right. Yeah. I, yeah. I knew you would be called. I do like the character. Yeah. And she has a whip sword. Which yeah, like a, Ivy from um, Soul Calibur. Yeah, mm -hmm. man, I remember it was one of the that was one of the characters I used a lot when I played Soul Calibur. I, a because of the boobs, and B because of the good range you could get and the high damage close up. She was hard to hard to learn, but she was fucking murderous. Yeah, because she could just keep you at length all the time, and it's just like dink and dunk damage. But like, if you needed to get in close to deal damage back, she just. Instead of doing the big whippy things, just stab you to death with a fucking sword. Like, it was really good. The only way to beat her was to, like, try to stay at range. Like, the high damage, jump out. Hide, like, just let her poke you. You'll be fine. <laughs> but, yeah, that was a good one. Man, that costume she had, too. 
Yeah, I I figured that we was going to be the okay, best. We were like we were like what 14 when that shit came out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm not yeah. As a 14-year-old boy, I don't know how you don't gravitate to that character. Um Taki Maki the ninja? Yeah. Taki. The skin tight red mm-hmm. or Sofia with the skirt Sophia. thing. Yeah. Those are the three that every 14-year-old boy was like, I'm going to try playing this one. Or um, Astaroth. That was the other one. Every 14-year-old boy wanted to do. Oh, the big motherfucker the with the axe? The big motherfucker with the axe. Yeah. Slow as hell. Yes. <laughs> you know, that game did a good job of making the big slow character somewhat viable. Because like, every fighting game I can think of, the big slow character is not really the one you want to use. It's hard to do. Yeah. Because if you make a mistake, it takes you that much longer to recover. So you have to play much more flaw. Like, I feel like you, you know, the speed, and everything. It's it's a natural disadvantage for someone, you know, for the high damage characters. But it feels like you have to be a little bit more precise. Yeah, you have to be extra versus other characters. Yeah, because you know, with the other characters, they're fast enough. They can go and they maybe do a combo that does like half the damage. Yeah. But, you know, they can still get some damage in, whereas you gotta wait for that opening to get that big punch in, and I I never liked the big... I never liked guys like Zangief. Yeah, Zangief's rough, because you gotta get close, and you gotta pull off the big combo. Man, there were ones... He would do, like, three quarters of your health in one fucking wrestling yeah. move. He'd just murder the shit out of you if you let him do it. Yeah, I never liked but Zangief or anything. I never knew like anybody who could pull that off. <laughs> I never knew anyone who could pull off the 360... Pile driver in, oh, yeah. in in regular, uh, the regular Street Fighter. Yeah, no. The only the only slow character I ever got good with was E Honda, and even then he's like air quote slow because he moves slow and he doesn't have like high damage output. But I like that he could zip across the screen. This was my I would zip across the screen, hundred pump slap you, and then when you try to jump away, he has that like fucking overhead karate chop. <laughs> so my whole my whole plan was just pin you in the corner and stop you from getting the fuck out. What's great is most people just think, I need to get out of this corner right now. But you don't realize, like, he's really easy to counter. Just let him pin you in the corner and just punch him in the face. <laughs> and it, like, counters everything. It's like, he's so easy to counter. Everything counters E-Honda. But people are just like, oh, I'm trapped. I need to get out. No, you don't. You're fine. Just sit there. Punch him back. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> yeah. The Astaroth, the Soul Calibur did a good job. They made him really high damage, though. That's what they had to do. Yeah, three about three or four hits, you were gone. Yeah, and that was that was a good compared to that Taki who was like, "I need to hit you forty fucking times." <laughs> and she had that tiny knife. <laughs> oh man! Uh, uh, so the Nintendo version had Link, the PlayStation version had Spawn, <laughs> right? The exclusive, and was it the Sony one that had Vader? The didn't one of them had Darth I, Vader? I, well, that was Soul Calibur three. Soul Calibur oh three. So, yeah, Soul Calibur, Soul Calibur two had Spawn, Link. And uh, Hitachi from Hayachi from Tekken. Oh yeah, that's right, Tekken. I forgot about that one. Yeah, dude, punching swords. Yeah, punching through shields. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, but yeah. The, the invader was yeah three. That's because I had two. I didn't ever get three. Man, I should go back and get a ROM of that. I mean, buy it legally. <laughs> right. Well, this game has made me. Well, this anime has made me restart the Neptunia games. Yeah, it's so maybe... have you perfected three yet? Not yet, I'm almost there. <laughs> and then have you played four? That's um, one you haven't I haven't started. started four yet. Okay. I need to perfect three first. What are these games on? What console? 
Uh, they originally a PS3, PS4, but they're on Steam. That's what I'm using them on. Oh, okay, okay. There's also a bunch of spinoffs that are on the Vita and the, the handhelds, but those are on Steam, too. Okay. How much are they, like, per game? Uh, standard 30, 40. Okay. They're like full-blown games. Well, the the spinoffs, I think, are cheaper. Okay. But th- they're but they're huge games. Yeah, but they're not like a title, like $50, $60. They're like mm. 30, 40. 34 is like a B title. In About my that? Like, I don't know. I I buy everything on sale. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wait for the Steam sales. Yeah. So I wouldn't know the full Put price. Put on your wish list and wait for that email to show yeah. up. I wouldn't know what the full price of these guys yeah. are. Yeah. Okay, which one's the best one? So far? Yeah. Um, the most fun to play through. I like two. Two? I like two so far. Okay. I'll look it up. Like that's I like these characters. I like the world. The only thing that puts me off is like the turtle fucking, the incest, the eggplant mouth the mouth fucking forced the, sexual garbage. Yeah, the first the forced overly sexualized garbage. Like that like see that's what I'm trying to tell you. Sexual garbage in an anime for me is okay. That's part of anime. I'm alright with it. But like it's just when they yeah. push it that little bit too far that they don't have to. Yeah, I should I should clarify. Like this is anime. We're gonna get shit like fucking fan service and all that yeah, garbage. It's a, yeah, but it's, it's stuff. It. It's stuff like the scene with Neptune and the turtle. <laughs> the right now with Iffy and the eggplants. It's stuff like that. That's like, come on, guys. Yeah, a little too, yeah. A little too and much. There's got to be one scene every episode. Like I I don't remember the last time there was an episode that didn't have a scene that was just like uh cringing. Yeah, those little you know, you're going from like oh this is entertaining to uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> At first I was like ah, that's funny. Big plants a dick. <laughs> then I was like and then she shows the uh, third the second and third one in there and it's like well, I think we get it. I get it. It's not funny anymore. Yeah, we're done. And I really don't want to watch hentai in the brick room. We're done. Game <laughs> over. Continue. <laughs> Maybe next episode will be the one where they don't feel they have to do this. The that'd be fucking like too strange. The fucking beach episode, <laughs> and they don't do anything oh, yeah, weird with be, it. The uh, weird, and they don't do anything weird with it. God, I hope not. I mean, it's already. I, I cannot wait for the boob jiggle jokes with Vert in a bikini. <laughs> so many boob well, jiggle jokes. Well, there's Vert. Don't forget Compa. I mean, they're all gonna have boob jiggle boob, boob jiggle jokes, but like. From the second you see Vert's character, those boobs are jiggling. Mm-hmm. Like even so, in the intro, yeah. So it is. It is the most boob jiggly character in a boob jiggle show. So there's gonna be, like, it's gonna just break the boob business. It's gonna be like <laughs> Ryuko Matoi's transformation, where just fucking flailing everywhere. It's gonna be like that. Or um, Extreme Beach Volleyball too. Still haven't played that. Yeah, I I bought it because I was like, I have good memories of the first one. Not like <laughs> good memories, but good memories like playing the volleyball and actually kind of getting into it weirdly much. And two is just not good. It's not. The hair is weird. The boobs have wrong physics. <laughs> Such a disappointment. <laughs> Look, it's not like I bought it for the boob physics, but when I'm playing the game... It's like putting boobs in your face, and the boobs move awkwardly. It's like this is pulling me out of this is pulling me out of the game. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I, I can hear myself I, I talking. Think, I think. Bad. I think. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Good game. Good game. Good game. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com. <laughs>